Hello global service design community, I'm Mark and I want to welcome you to a new episode of the Service Design Show. Just like the previous one, this is a short episode. I'm currently recording new interviews with some amazing guests, so expect those interviews to be available really soon. And by the way, if you're enjoying these short episodes, be sure to check out the Service Design Show YouTube channel as I post even more short episodes there and not everything gets onto this podcast. So let's quickly dive into the topic of this episode. I meet a lot of people that want to pursue a career as a service designer, either as a freelancer within an agency or maybe within their current job. But they are having a hard time thinking and wondering, where do I start? In this episode, I'll share three ways I think you can kickstart your service design career even if you have no formal service design training or years of hands-on experience. Let the show begin. This channel is all about helping you to design services that have a positive impact on people and business. But how do you turn this ambition to design these great services into an actual career? You don't have to look very hard to find job listings from companies wanting to hire service designers. And there's no doubt about it that the demand for service designers is growing. But the fact that the demand is growing doesn't mean it's easy to actually land a job as a service designer, especially if you don't have the educational background or existing track record to prove that you're a good fit. So how do you start your career as a service designer when you don't have a lot of hands-on experience? What I'm going to talk about in this episode definitely isn't limited to finding a job as an in-house service designer. It will also be helpful if you're looking for a job within an agency or if you're freelancing and want to do some service design work with your existing clients. When I was in university a long time ago, there weren't any courses on service design. So I graduated as a software engineer. But within two years, I left the tech world and started my career as a service designer. You could say that in some sense it was easier back then to get started as a service designer because it was an open playing field. We had a lot of room to really shape and mold our profession. Today the field is much more standardized. When you want to get into service design it's much clearer which skills and knowledge you actually need to possess and there is a growing number of places you can go to to actually acquire these skills and knowledge. So service design has definitely matured. I have the chance to meet a lot of inspiring people in our studio who want to work within service design. This ranges from students fresh out of university to people who want to radically take a different path in their career. But also people with a traditional design background like graphic design who now want to transition into service design. The first question I usually ask in these conversations is why do you want to get into service design? And the answers range from because it looks a lot of fun to, I want to make real impact. But when I try to understand the deeper motives, the conversation usually stops. Unfortunately, a lot of people have a quite superficial image of what our field actually is. So my first tip is make sure you develop a profound understanding of the fundamentals of service design. Put in the work to really study the field. And based on that, develop your personal story in which you can explain why this is the path you need to follow. The second advice I usually give people is to get as much hands-on experience as they can as quickly as possible. There's absolutely no substitute for this. Now you might be wondering, how do I get hands-on experience when I don't have a service design job or project to work on? Well, the secret is you can develop your own design challenges. Like Lauren Curry once said on the show, 
A great way to start is by redesigning a service that makes you angry. Or start by redesigning a service that is really close to you. For example, one of the students who's in my Selling Service Design with Confidence course was exactly in this situation. He started out by redesigning the experience of a restaurant that's ran by his brother-in-law. One thing that you really shouldn't forget in this stage is to document the process in as much detail as you can. Because in this stage, it's not about showing the smart solutions you found. It's really about showing how you approach the challenge. So start doing service design within your current environment and don't wait for an assignment or permission. What surprises me is that some people try to overinflate their current service design experience. My advice is that you rather look at how your existing skills and background fit into a service design context. Like I said, I'm not a trained service designer by any standards, but my background in software engineering has learned me a thing or two about systems thinking, and I've gained the ability to actually visualize these complex systems. These are very useful skills to have as a service designer, but it goes beyond your education and work experience and extends into your side projects as well. For instance, if you've built a community around your Instagram account that focuses on cosplay costumes, why not bring in the communication skills you've gained in that period as something that might be really useful in service design projects? And I didn't make this example up. It actually happened during an application for an internship at our studio. So the takeaway here is be confident about the skills you already possess. Don't try to hide them and use them to your advantage. Try to figure out how they might fit in into a service design context. I hope by now you've seen that there are many ways you can start your career as a service designer, regardless of your background. Just study the field, don't wait for permission and make sure you leverage your existing skills. And part of kickstarting your career as a service designer is of course being able to explain what you do in a simple and engaging way. If you're interested to learn how you can actually do that, check out the free course that I've got for you called How to Explain Service Design, which is available at servicedesignshow.com slash free course. So that's servicedesignshow.com slash free course. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that it has been helpful for you. If you know someone who might benefit from what we've just discussed, it would be really great if you'd share this episode with them. If you've got any questions, comments or feedback on this episode, be sure to reach out to me on LinkedIn. So thanks for tuning in to the Service Design Show and I wish you a great day.